listening to the TLC Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Tyler, Landon, and Caleb. Well, boys, I thought the Bills game was bad. I don't want to do this. <laughs> I, I tweeted that I'm not having fun. That was true. Um, I quit watching the game uh, in I don't sometime in the second half. The podcast play, official to play, Twitter to play tweeted, tweeted that this is rock bottom. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, this is the rock bottom of the post Andy Reid era. Which, in fairness. Post Andy Reid era, or in in the Andy Reid era, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the post hire post the hiring of Andy Reid in the Andy Reid era. Andy Reid's getting fired. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the Chiefs lost twenty seven to three to the Tennessee Titans. And now, if I were to say that, you might think, oh well, Derrick Henry must have had like three touchdowns and like 160 yards and just tore him up right he averaged three yards carry and had 86 yards still. yeah he had a passing touchdown though he did have, he did a have passing that touchdown. he redeemed himself with that touchdown Nin- 91 <laughs> total yards uh, including passing yards yeah and one total touchdown with a passing touchdown uh, i nearly blew my life savings at the ameristar casino in st <laughs> charles missouri Betting on on Derrick Henry? No, hitting the slots oh, in, oh, a, yes. in a depressed in a rage. slumber. <laughs> in a rage. Just Tyler's downing just... as much alcohol after I say whiskey in one hand, yeah, slot I, lever in the other. I spent two days with a on a bender. <laughs> decided that going to a casino sports bar would be fantastic. And I was on the verge of just saying, you know what? Take it all. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That is that's a that's an okay response to what happened on Sunday. That's minimally the first half was the worst half of football the Chiefs have played since in in the Andy Reid era. Yes, At least, that may have been the worst half of football that I've ever seen in my life and I've watched the Giants, the Jets, and the Jaguars play ball before. <laughs> Don't forget the Browns pre-Baker as well. Brown, Browns pre, pre-Baker and John Dorsey. Yeah. It was very uncompetitive. It was really bad, we, guys. We saw the Mark Sanchez butt fumble. Yeah. And this is up there this with is, some of those. This is up there. Nathan Peterman's five interception half was worse. I'll, I'll still, still leave <laughs> I mean, There's out. definitely some worse games out there. But, but this was really bad. Like, this was that kind of a half that you'd expect from one of those teams. Yeah. Just to get ran over by a good team. And this, it was the Chiefs that got ran over. This defense had little to no effort. And then the offense, and it wouldn't have been, like, I could, the defense was atrocious. Mm-hmm. But I could have at least had hope for the game if the offense was doing anything. Anything. They could have done anything. I will point out that in previous years, even with Pat Mahomes, there have been a couple of games where offense has completely sputtered in the, in oh, the yeah. first half. Completely of- yeah. out of sync, for and sure. Then, and then we bring it back, you mm-hmm. know, New Eng- the New England game. Both New yep. England games Both in 2018. It, it, you know, there, there are more to name other than that, but sure. I can just, too, to give you that there are... There's been times. There have been times when the offense has completely sputtered in the first half. Started really slow, not, had bad half. And not really were out of it. I mean, yeah. we've always had poor defenses, we've, but not 31st and 32nd in every single category we've, ever. We've been yeah. fairly elite outside of this season at adjusting. Offensively. Yes. 
Yeah, on yeah. the offensive side of the ball. And that like and the New England examples are great examples of that cuz yeah. that's a very hard man to adjust against in Bill Belichick. And he he held Patrick Mahomes to nine first half points in two different games, and then gave up sixty two second half points in two different across two games. <laughs> yes, in, in those games, um, and somehow the Patriots still won both those, and we don't talk about that anymore. Uh, we talk about this now. Um, I'd rather not. I'd probably rather talk about the, the losses <laughs> to New England. Oh, I'd much rather. Those were entertaining games. Points were scored, and Mahomes was great. Um, but and I want to talk about that too, because Mahomes. For as good as he is, and this is not me saying that Mahomes is now just a bad quarterback just because he's had a stretch of of a little bit underwhelming play, but he wasn't good in this game. No, he was not. He wasn't he was, good in this game. The, the Josh bad. Gordon throw, I, we've, we've debated like, and we've talked about this year to some extent, you know, what interceptions are his fault and which ones aren't. This one I'll say is like 65% Mahomes' fault and because... I would say it was a it was a very forced throw that he should not have made. Also, the way that ball gets tipped up, it doesn't get tipped up like that a lot. No, and it just happened to get tipped up that way. We're watch, we're watching the highlights of this game for because I guess we're masochists, um, and we just saw the Mahomes fumble after twenty four to nothing. He gets a, a ten, a, 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 very, 10 a, a solid yards. run trying to do something, and he should have slid. He, he should have. That fumble is a hundred percent his fault. That's that fumble him, is a hundred percent. It's him fault. trying to do too much. That's yes, him. and and that's, I, that's the narrative of Mahomes trying to do too much. Well, That's the thing everybody's this, talking about. I want to throw Please. this out there. Please. That was that was it right there. Yes. And I don't because there are some bright spots in this game. So I, I, obviously we've all seen the bad stuff. It's Tuesday. Yeah. But this game, as much as I want to put it on the defense for the defense being poor and 31st and 32nd in the league. And they were truly atrocious in the first they half. They were truly bad. They're bad. Not because of their own ineptability. They're smart. They've, they're competent. They've been able to play before. Part of it is due to scheme and spags. And this offense is poor. Not because not in, in this game in, and in, in game. some of the other games, stretches they have had of, stretches, stretches of, of, bad. of poorness. In this game, they were just bad for not, an entire game. Not in due to their own ineptitude. Patrick Mahomes, for as great as he is, this season alone is holding this team back. Part of the largest issue that I saw in today's game and through this season is some of the issues that I've been calling out for over a year now. You guys always laugh at me when I talk about running the ball and I formation and RPOs and play actions. And we're seeing 10 step dropbacks. I'm just saying I'm on board. No, and I will. I'll actually agree with you, especially so more so than I normally would. Finish, fin- definitely finish your there, point, and then we'll get. There's, at a, it, there's a few things that we have to unwrap in this situation with a ten step drop back. That's something that has been happening for years with Pat. Yep. Something that I've called out. I haven't liked his lateral movement too quickly outside of the pocket is something that everybody has talked about for a while and doesn't need to be griped on too much. Yep. But he's missing escape lanes. Yep. And by rolling out too quickly, not even rolling out. It's not even a roll. It's bailing, a side. Bailing it's, it's not even a bail. It's not even a bail. What happens is, is he takes his 10 yard drop and he side shuffles. It's like, it's like you're playing. It's how times. I play in Madden. Yeah, it's like I want you to bounce around and stay on your feet, right? I want you to be ready right. to. You don't want to be Philip Rivers in year five, Just fifteen, stay yeah, or Ben Roethlisberger, right? right? But I want you to stay in the pocket. 
move around. Even if you're going to take the 10-yard drop, get ready to move forward. Because what's happening on right. this 10-yard drop, you're asking your left and right tackles to run faster than a defensive end who runs a speed cone drill at 3-4 or under to be faster than that man. And, and they have nowhere to backwards. lay him. Usually, if you, Pat can, you, you can't you can't run him around the hoop. You can't yeah. put him behind him, right? Because Pat and is that's, sliding. That's been the, out of the pocket. That's been a huge problem because normally for the tackles, if the D end beats you or the edge rusher, whoever it is, sometimes what you can do is you can just push him around behind the quarterback. That's you exactly can just lead what they him. Teach you. They you can say, take that take momentum. Your, you can lead him right around the court. It's honestly hand. one of the easiest blocks. You take your outside hand. You put it on their inside or inside shoulder, and they tell you to run the hoop. You go to practice, and what do they have on the ground? They literally have a giant five foot in diameter hoop that you run somebody around. They do the drills for that. Yeah. yeah. But when Patrick Mahomes, and this has been a problem for him for a couple of years, he's just he's gotten away with it more in previous years. When because, he takes because of Fisher and yes, Schwartz, right? And and it's not indicative on like we're sitting here saying Brown and I even said, but even I said, with this Fisher and Schwartz, it, it was a problem. It was, but I think that's one of the things that we missed about Fisher is his freakish athleticism to be able to cover that up for Patrick. That yes. is wild that he was able to do that for so long. Yeah. And yep. I think that's part of the reasons why he probably popped his Achilles is because he's dying trying to get 10 yards back on his maybe, back. Foot. Maybe I mean, so, the jump honestly. step back, the drop step you have to do for yeah. a 10... Ten, and do uh, that over and over For again? a 10-step drop. And and we've been talking it's, about how bad OB has been, and I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there. This is I've said it and this is true, this is the worst that I've seen OB play, and I've watched Orlando Brown play since he was in high school. Oh, he's been he's not been good. He's not he's been, not been good. But the sacks this season, the ineptable blocking this season, it's not on him. Not he so gave funny. up two sacks, and I will say that his footwork on both were poor, but the two sacks that he gave up were ten yard dropbacks on RPOs. Yeah. When, it's, it's a why are we still running an RPO? Right. So that was another thing that I wanted to jump on yeah. as well is the RPOs. It, it's a combination for sure. It, it's it's that combination of, yeah, Orlando Brown is playing poorly, but also that thing that Mahomes has done, which is those really deep drops when he doesn't have to take really deep drops have really come to back to bite him this year because yep. it, it, it both are happening and it, it is... It's we a just, massive struggle. We just, we just watched, watched the play where Pat gets hit the knee on the chin mm -hmm. and gets knocked out. So that's ugly one looking. Thing. And he, was he, went, he went through concussion protocol and he mm. made it out. We're glad that Patrick is safe. Yep. Never yep. want anybody to be hurt, no matter no. if well, on what side of the ball they're on. Correct. It wasn't a concussion that they ever had to check for. The man got knocked out cold. Wasn't was you would never have to worry about a concussion on that sort of play. Yeah. Maybe a neck injury for sure. That's what it looked like, honestly. More so than I thought a concussion. It, was a neck it looked like Maybe he had strained he, his neck too much. Also, no, want to point it out was straight knockout. Also, want to point out he was twelve yards behind the line of scrimmage on that play. He was twelve yards behind the line Way of scrimmage. Too far. He missed <laughs> too far. his escape zone by four yards. He missed it by two and a half seconds. Like he, you can, th th his pocket presence is gone, and part of that again goes back to deep drops and RPOs. So that's where we get to in this team. Why is our running not effective? It's because we do an RPO. We don't do a play action. We don't run normal <coughs> plays. Why is our 
passing all of the sudden off key? Why is it bouncing off of players' hands? Is it a player fault? It's happened too many times with too many different guys for it to be a player issue. Then that means it has to be a timing issue. Why is it a timing issue? It's because it's an RPO and not a traditional play. Now, that doesn't mean RPOs don't have their place. They've worked for the last three, four years. Mm-hmm. They become they, popular for a reason. They become popular for a reason. They work. When everybody is on time, when you are confident in your pocket, your pocket is secure, and you're not doing a 15-step drop 10 yards behind you and trying to arm it all the way down the field. And all of these problems can be fixed by one person, two people, one and two people. Number one, Andy Reid, fix the playbook, go back to what's been working, and that was before RPOs. We had Kareem Hunt. We lined up in the I formation. More, much more. We definitely need that. I don't. Mu- we like, need to go back to that. Obviously, for sure. Clyde is not an I formation back, but we have right. Daryl Williams. We have Jarek McKinnon, who we know can do that because yep. he did it in San Francisco. Yeah, and Michael Burton's a good fullback. Michael Burton is a good fullback. And see, this is why. And this is. I'll say this about the run game. Right now, with the defenses or the looks defenses are giving the Chiefs, which is a lot of two safeties deep or more but minimally two safeties deep and almost zero blitzing, it seems. You're getting like five-man boxes. The Chiefs this season have, on 59% of their snaps, uh, saw a two-deep safety look. And the other 41% is probably just an iteration of that just to or change up six the six DBs on the field. Yeah. To change up the look. And you're, part you're of playing that is, with is our dudes are getting out physical the, the off the line. We've been we're such a finesse team that that Travis Kelsey really hasn't had to worry about injuries and not, neither have our other guys because they're so fast and so they're so debonair off the line. Yeah. Right? They're they're suave. They can move. They're, they're quick. not getting they're athletic, touched, right? Yeah. But do you get them two steps off that? Because you can't jam them. They are too fast. But you get them two steps off that, and you're so physical. Like, Tyreek can't move across the field. The middle of the field is wide open for Travis to be able to catch a ball, except he's caught up by three dudes because they're being too physical because we don't have a run game. These RPOs are not working for a reason. Before we get too far off of it, the 59% of two safety safety high um, look that we're getting – for reference, the league average is thirty-eight percent. Yeah, fifty-nine percent is a lot. Um, I didn't. I didn't know that the league average was that low. Um, so fifty-nine yeah. percent is is a lot. A lot. A I knew. Lot. I knew they were getting a lot of two safety, but that is a lot. A lot of two safety. Um, I. They should run the ball more. They should absolutely run the ball. And more. they have been like when decently effective running the ball the last few games when they do it. Now, obviously, I understand also in this game, they were down two scores within the first two drives the Titans had. So they, they kind of lost the ability to really play like a, you know, a we running... 14 nothing and touch the ball one time for three I'm points. honestly yeah, to it, the point... They kind of lost the ability to run the ball and try to actually play a slower style uh, fairly quickly in this game. But I, I do think they should run the ball more... If for nothing else, then to just try to get the offense in rhythm a little bit. I'm honestly to the point that I think before Tuesday, we should at least make a play for a running back. Because this offense... It, obvious, only if you can get away with it for fairly cheap. I don't even know if fairly cheap is... I mean, to beat two safety high, you have to run the ball. Darrell Williams, 
Yeah. As good as he is, he's not going to break a big play. Probably not going to make too many defenses respect the run too much, unless you just consistently rattle off four to six yards every carry, which if, I, if I don't nothing, think this no offense shot, is going to do. Kareem Hunt back. No. No, 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 no. So we make a play for Nick Chubb. You make a play for <laughs> Marlon Mack, even. You make a play for no. Naheem Hines. No. You make a play for somebody. They don't of help. Some they don't help. No, I agree. Enough. I, I agree. They, here's the thing: you if, you, if so you're going to go out for a trade and it's going to be a running back, you have to go all out because they've got when they when Clyde comes back, they have to be better than him. We cannot make a trade for somebody who's going to get their spot taken when IR comes. When, when Clyde comes off of IR, so you either and they're not going to do that. Yet. You either With get Clyde, Clyde out Clyde's of there. One. You get Clyde out of there and you break the bank for a running back, or you leave it how it is and get Clyde back in one, two more weeks. I mean, I would, I would be talking to New Orleans. I would be talking to for Alvin. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, well, yeah, are you sure. ki- are you, you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. There's no there, the Chiefs should not do that, and there's no way the that's Chiefs going should to do happen. that. They're, they're, we're gonna they're, have to if if we're gonna get Alvin, we're gonna have to trade Pat. That, like the the price no, the price for no, Alvin Kamara is firsts. That's well, fine. No, it's not. Multiple no, it's not. for this year, and that's not going to happen because I mean, if you look at the Chiefs' cap situation, it's a it's a freaking nightmare moving forward next year. They, they cannot afford Alvin Kamara, and they cannot afford to get rid of draft picks. And that are if be they want to take Chris Jones, Frank Clark, the only, that's the thing. If they want to take big cap pieces, then we can talk, but not picks. Not picks, and I don't want to get rid of big cap pieces for a running back. Alvin Kamara is a great running back, and he would add value to the team. But I'm not giving up Chris Jones for probably, Alvin Kamara. I'd probably also be giving calls to I am with the effort he's getting. I mean, I, I'd he's be not giving, been that bad. I've been giving calls to. And they oh, moved him back to D tackle more. He's not been that. You bad. haven't been paying attention. We got to get. He's a been guy, ineffective, though. but he's not been that bad. We got to get a guy though. No, uh, I mean I'll take a guy, but they don't. They, there's no need to give up anybody. Indivi- an individual running back, unless it's very. Oh, I saw that. I did see that play you're about to show me. Uh, that was really bad. Effort. That that was really effort. Re- that was extremely That's low effort. That's what I'm talking that about. That was effort. That was really bad. That no. was most of the game. That was horrendous. Yeah, it was. Um, was bad on defense. You, st- I, you still really can't though. Um, you can't make a move. Not for very much. Not for to make a move for a guy that actually moves the needle. You're going to give up more than any running back that actually moves the needle is worth, and that's just how it goes. And that, and that's me saying yes. I I think who Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard would be a guy if that's, you're. It, that's who I was that, having That's a guy that's in that range where I think he's good. He could move the needle, and you might be able to get away with a little bit with a lesser price tag on a guy like that. Tony Pollard, absolutely. That's why the probably Col- the only guy. One of the very very few. One of very very few. Marlon like Marlon Mack or Naheem Hines, maybe. But I don't think they're they beating. Don't they're the, not. They don't. They don't they're not move beating the needle enough. They're not gonna. Pollard would be one of the very few. Maybe the only right now. For yeah. Sure. Um. Pro, on, on, very likely the only and really especially when you're going to consider the Chiefs still are treating Clyde like a first round running back because they drafted him in the first round and he's really not getting beaten out by much. There's, there's only a couple That's another reason why I don't think they're going to There's only to do a couple it. moves to be made if if we're going to sit on this trade deadline talk for, for half a second there's only a couple moves that need to be made. Number one you either need to bring in a number two wide receiver who you are going to play Andy yeah. Reid. Yeah. You yeah. don't bring in Josh Gordon or somebody else. Do, what what are they doing on the team to get five snaps a game? I don't yeah. care how intricate your playbook is. If you if you're scoring three points and have under a hundred yards in a game, yeah, and you're not bringing on the likes of Josh Gordon to do something, anything, right? The route tree is universal. 
A wide receiver should be able to just, go. Just tell him tell in the huddle what he's running. Yeah. Tell him, Patrick Mahomes. A wide receiver should be able to go in and just play. You are lining up in just trips play. in the middle on the right side. You're the only person that's going to be on the line of scrimmage, and you're running a button hook. You're running a fade. You run an in. Like, tell yeah. him what the hell to run. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, in week two, that he was on the team. Like, is it really so hard to, like, to call the play and then lean over to Josh Gordon and be like, hey, just you're running out. Like, is it? You're is, blocking. Yeah. Like, which is what they just have him do most of the time that he's out there anyway. It doesn't make any sense. They don't even try to throw to him. So, but if yeah. we wanted a big body he, receiver, why don't we just keep Kelvin Benjamin? Well, Kelvin, Josh Gordon's been. There's a reason. I mean, yeah, there's you, a reason he's not here. Yeah, you or don't. On any you team. don't. You don't keep Kelvin Benjamin. He's a big body that can block. That's all Josh Gordon's done to well, this point. That's fine. At least Josh Gordon has the idea of that he might be good eventually. <laughs> Before the end of the yeah, year. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. An idea so, doesn't doesn't gain yards. So that's Kelvin Benjamin doesn't gain yards either. Well, no, but. <laughs> Neither does Josh Gordon at this point. I'd rather have the idea than Kelvin Benjamin <laughs> at this point. But, so that's number one. Yeah. You make you make a trade for a solid number two wide receiver. Not against that. And not and, against and, getting and a running back for the right price. We're, I, think, I think universally, even though I will say McColl has stepped up, he's playing solid. He's, he's but been there are some trade pieces to get a number two. I don't think most of Chiefs Kingdom would be too upset with losing McColl Hardman. You might even call down to Houston and grab one of their four previous feature backs. <laughs> sure. But all the, I, like, I don't but I'm not really the answers here. Are, the answers the in the question not a running back. The answers in the question with with the Houston suggestion. They're all pre like they're all Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean like Philip Lindsay's only yet. like one year removed and he's been nothing down there. I say so, Lindsay was good a year ago and he's right. terrible in Houston. Of course, it's Houston, but still. Yeah. So that's one of the moves. Wide receiver number 2, you've got to go get. Yep. If if we're trying to salvage the season. Then on the other side You've got to bring in a defensive end. Yeah. You have, you have to be looking at the ends right now. That, to bring a defensive end. Number that one, I we think. We only have three of them. If we're moving Chris Jones inside. Absolutely. Which he had 30.1% of his snaps this past weekend. We're at defensive tackle. He played the other uh, 69.9% on the outside. So number one, you have to bring in a defensive end. Number two, you must bring in a corner. They're not going to bring in a corner. I want them to bring in a corner. Those they, are the three. Those are the only three moves that you need to make right now. Though those, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying what's likely. I'm saying yeah. what you do to help you move. Yes, and even I agree. if you do one of those, your number one target has to be a defensive end. I agree. But those I are your three targets to make before November second. I, I would love for them to bring in a corner, but they've shown us time they after don't time care. that they do not care about that position. They don't. They don't care they don't. to go get high budget pieces. I don't know pieces. if it's so much that they don't. They don't care. care. I don't know if I mean, it's so much that no, they don't no, care, no, no, or no. if it's simply they do not know how to evaluate the position. I think they know how to evaluate it fine because of who has come into that position and only played our, one good year each. I mean, our track record four corners is not bad. But you got to also like they're not going after. It's not like we tried to go after a high budget piece, a high value piece and oh, he just didn't hit cuz we missed. They're not trying to go after the big pieces at corner though. I mean, they're what, trying Charvarius, to pick up value pieces. They're trying to pick up Charvarius the Charverius Ward Wards, was, the Bashad Breeland. Was a practice squad player, right? Javarius yeah, Ward was in Dallas, on the yeah. Squad. He was a practice squad player and then uh LJ Sneed 6th round Four, round, fourth, four, uh, fourth. but still, was just still. A cast I mean, that's away f- former first round injured player. Yeah, he's a very right. Vici kind of player. Uh, Kendall Fuller, I would argue, is the only 
corner. And he played better outside of Kansas City than inside. Right. And I think they were more so just looking for a team to take Alex at that point, and Kendall Fuller just happened to be the guy they offered up. Right. Marcus Peters. Well, he also wanted out. Obviously, was a huge move. I don't think they sought out Kendall Fuller, so I, I'm not going to give him a whole lot of credit for that one. Marcus Peters was a big move. Obviously, in the draft, they actually pursued a first round high end corner. Kendall Fuller is the second move. After that, though, it's a lot of more like Mike Hughes and Charvarius Ward and Kansas City ran Marcus Peters out, Lajarius no Sneed, and, and stuff like that. Where like. And hey, these are guys that have at least in stretches played well. It's not like they're awful, but you got to look like they I think the Chiefs do not care about getting top end corners. It's not that they don't care about the corner position because clearly they, they add a corner like every year. One they way or another. It's because they don't have any other choice. Right. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we, they know they have I mean, a problem. They are trying a little bit. They just don't care to actually invest I mean, this off season, a we lot were, of capital in it. We were looking at the corner position like, uh, what's going to happen here? And we, we were like, Brashad Breland's still out there. Can we just like sign him back? Because, right. I mean, there isn't. And guess what? He's still out there. Going into the season, it it was it was like uh who's going to play here right and and guys like DeAndre Baker have been they've shown flashes of Rashad being all right even uh what was he 7th round 7th round pick 6th i think sixth. Yeah, very late sixth he round. was 6th rounder and he's been arguably the best cover corner on the team this year yeah although uh, mike hughes by grades as Mike Hughes has also been good by um, PFF grades right yes no one was good in this game i think i don't Mike think they're going to go to corner I think the end is you. I I think they should pursue a D end at the deadline. Mike Hughes. And I think they might. Has looked good in coverage, but he definitely yeah. showed us in the Tennessee game. He does not want to hit people. Would, would he does we, not want to tackle? Would we be comfortable with giving up a second for the likes of Josh Allen? Yes. And that, we're talking about the DeAndre. A second round we're pick not talking for about, a we're no, definitely the quarterback. We're only giving a second <laughs> round for him. Yes, uh, I a, would be a second totally round pick willing. for a very competent DeAndre at this point is, and you can that's, bump, a, that's a steal for the. You Chiefs. can bump CJ back inside and get Jaron Reed the heck away from any D line that the Chiefs will ever play. Um, yeah, I, I would do that. This time, and, and obviously Emmanuel Agba, I think, is a free agent and available. Unless he's still with Miami and they're just not playing him. Ogba needs sign. Breland needs give him sign. A call at least one way or another. Either way, even if he's with Miami, you give him a call, right? For Ogba, definitely. You, you gotta, you gotta. They have to look at a DN because Chris Jones is so ineffective at DN, and he played a few snaps at D tackle in this he game. Looked good. And guess what? Looked he, looked, good. he looked better. He looked better. He looked better. Still ineffective, but he looked better. But most of it this time at least wasn't his fault and that receivers were just galloping through the secondary that's, open. That's true. Open. At least at this point. They he were was making sure that he was going to be stopping Derrick Henry, which, right. to be honest, he's a very, very good run stopper. He was effective in that game, in, in that aspect of the game. Yeah, like, he, he was, like, at least he was starting to beat guys when he was back on the inside this time, and it just happened to be that A.J. Brown was always open. I also want to point out something about uh, Frank Clark. I think a lot of people are giving Frank Clark a little bit too much shtick. Obviously, he was laughing on the sideline. If you're upset about that, you've got more issues in your life yeah, to deal with. Yeah, uh, they whatever. were down 27 to 3 at that time. Game was over. Yeah. And also, these guys are all at a point where they've been in so many games that they've just gotten blown out in. Like, they, you can't be so pissed about I mean, at, every at single one. At this point one. in your life, he's been in the league for over five years. He's played four years in, in college. He played four years in high school. He played three years in middle school, not including Pop Warner. You've been in enough games that it's just like, 
Yeah. 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 But I want to go through some numbers about this. So it doesn't mean a whole lot, except that maybe he's on the up and up potentially. Uh, So uh, currently he only has 12 pressures on 106 pass rush attempts, which isn't necessarily the best. But in terms of previous production uh, or current production, so at 12 for 106, that's only 11.32%. Last year, in 2020, he was 8.46%. In 2019, the year we won the Super Bowl, it was at 11.49, so he's roughly around the same area. Uh, but in 2018, when he was in Seattle and got the 20 and a half, 20 sacks, whatever it was, it was at 14.11%. So he's he's, he's not getting, far off of where he yeah. was. And, and it, don't much better than he last had to year. deal with illness and injuries. Right. We do have to – they he, are human. Is, we do have to right. give them a little bit of leeway here. He's it's not been much better than last year. Yes. Much better. Yes. Um, I, so I'm going to just straight up rip off something that Times Ours did on their last episode. Uh, I want to go through the schedule, and I, I'm just going to read each game – and you guys just keep track of the wins and losses. Just keep track of what you have through that. Yep. Basically, just count the wins. You can do it at home if you're listening as well. Tyler's going to have like <laughs> 10 losses, but... Uh, in 10 <laughs> games. Yeah, it's going to be really bad. Um, but let's just go through the schedule. Because the Chiefs are 3-4. and four, And you genuinely start ha- you have to start thinking about playoffs at this point. Yep. At 3-4. and four. And it's a tough schedule. Here we go. Monday Night Football, they host the Giants. They host the Packers at Raiders host Cowboys, host Broncos, host the Raiders, at Chargers, host the Steelers, at Bengals, at Broncos. I, for me, that's five and five right now. The way they're playing right now, knowing that, yes, I still think there's the potential that they, if they could ever figure it out and look anything like they did the last few seasons that it could be better than 5 and 5. But they've showed me so so little this season to make me actually think that's going to be the case and it continues and the problem's really not getting fixed to make me think that they're actually going to do that. I'm saying 5 and 5 meaning they're going to finish 8 and 9 and out of the playoffs. As of today. Hopefully that changes, but as of today. For me, uh definitely a little more optimistic. Uh, I think problems are going to start getting fixed. It's still early in the season. We're only it's seven. Not weeks really in. early this it's season. It's seven though. weeks in. We're yeah, not the, even halfway. We're the, we're not we're even at half. the halfway point right well, now. We're no, going we're into week eight. It, it's yeah. Week, week, week eight week, isn't even halfway. Week nine is exactly halfway now. Oh, with with the but, but we're not even halfway. We it's still won't. early in the season. But when you're this much closer to halfway than the beginning, it's not early anymore. Teams struggle early. We are more than a quarter of the way through the season. Teams have struggled early and finished great. I'm just you saying you are that. who you are in seven games. You're not. You're absolutely not. You can change. I'm not saying they don't have time guess, to change. I shouldn't say that because the Steelers were 11 and 0. Right. I, but there are also other other key factors and yes. No, no, the Browns team I we played last year was way different than the Browns team we played earlier in that season. I mean it, that's a fair point, but also what, what we played them in the first. I'm just saying I think things get better. Seven last and three year? is my record. Seven and three, so then that would finish off at uh, ten and seven. The way we're playing right now doesn't mean we can't change it, but I have to take it. I have to be realistic from the way that we're playing right now. Four wins by the end of the season. There's nothing that they're showing. Now that doesn't mean that I'm not optimistic. 
And I, I believe the, the only here's the only issue, and a couple people brought this up today around Kansas City media. To make the playoffs, our only current hope is winning the division. And that I honest I disagree with that. I, 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 disagree, I absolutely cannot, disagree with that as well. You cannot make there's there's only a couple ways, like one, maybe two ways that we can make the playoffs. Because at number one, we would have to win out the rest of the games. We'd have to lose no more games. There's three wild card spots. Though. There's three wild card and spots. And right now, they're only a game behind the Browns. And if you're ten, if you're ten, if you're beat the if hell you're under I guess ten the Browns wins, are out right now, wouldn't it, they? Yeah, the Browns are out. If you're out. under ten wins, you're not making the playoffs in the AFC. I think that's wrong. No, I, I think there's a very good chance that's the case. If you're under 10 wins, you're not making it. Not to mention our head-to-head matchups. We just lost to Which three we, we've teams lost to th- in, th- in, the th- in three other conferences or divisions. That are going to win their division. The and that's fine, but let's not forget what we still have upcoming. Yeah. We've lo- we lost to the Ravens. We still have the Steelers and the Bengals to play. Who we're beating both. And the Raiders twice. Maybe. We're beating both. Mm. I, I have them we're beating both. I have them losing. Again, again, that if goes they, that goes with the optimism. If the team yeah. picks it up, the way we played this last Sunday, the way we've played the previous six weeks to this last Sunday, there's no inclination that's telling me that we're winning both games. Not really an inclination that's telling me we're winning either game. I have them beating Pittsburgh, but right now I would have them losing to we Cincinnati. We have the now same I get, record. That game is, is a ways away right now, and so a lot can change between now and, and that Bengals game. But, like, they are losing to the Bengals right get, now. That's that's optimist. I would love to be where that is. Yeah. But I have to take what's given to me on the field, the effort, the class, the turnovers. Our quarterback is number one in the league. Zach Wilson is now out. The Jets did have to go and trade for uh, uh, Joe, Joe, Flacco. Joe Flacco. That means Back. our boy, if he throws one more pick, is the sole leader in the NFL for turnovers. He's yeah. at 1.3. So everybody was talking about how bad Baker was in his second year with Freddie Kitchens, the worst head coach in NFL history. He only threw 21 interceptions. Pat is on pace for more than that right now. Yeah, which would be bad. It'd be a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't think I think Pat is gonna get the is gonna get the interceptions under control. Cause I think if nothing oh, else hope. if nothing else, he won't he's gonna stop letting himself throw interceptions. I mean, if he rate. doesn't get it under control, then there's no I mean, Tyler's prediction's probably the closest to correct. Yeah, so. and, and again, in this we've game, we've got to get it to under. Like we've got to go the the second half of the season. I'm uh, from right now. From week eight is the second half of the season. After that loss, everything's got to change. There's no more music at practice. There's no more dancing videos. There's no more poor effort plays. There's no more Patrick Mahomes in pregame catching balls like he's a wide receiver. There's, there's no more kissing your wife on the sideline in the middle of a game. Nope. There's there's no there's no more Jack and like if, if this is if you want to take it serious now that doesn't mean don't have a life outside like right. stay on Twitter have your but fun when, when it's football when time when it's time to practice you're when there it's time to, to play football you're you're a football player when yeah. it's time to be in the game you're in the game when it's time to be in the meeting mm-hmm. you're in the meeting and it sounded like from outside of the press conferences you get you get Travis having his his little powwow with Mitch Holtis you get some other guys having their own things. But I'm also tired of the cliches from Pat and Andy. Like you want to give real answers, you want to have fun when you're winning. You want to give cliches when you're losing. 
either either give cliches both the times or let's start getting a little real. Yeah. We got to turn the heat up a little bit. Yeah. Well, and it is one of those weird things where it's like Pat, you know, saying like he's got to be better. It's like that is a cliche, but it's also just very blatantly true right now. Um, but I, I definitely understand what you're saying. Another thing, like th- this Chiefs team only scored three points in this game, and that's obviously been well covered and will be well covered. I don't expect them to be that bad on offense again all season. Because also, even in this season, with a lot of turnovers should and being ne- out of rhythm, they have they have not looked they anywhere. They should never be that bad on ne- offense again. Uh, They've never looked anywhere to close fair, to that they bad. They should have never been anywhere close. The Titans' defense is not good. Had, not only not good, they had eight. Teen players on the injured reserved. Yeah. They were playing their 17th string DBs. Yes. Yeah. Was- Dudes that were working at Foot Locker the day before. They didn't even know the playbook. Out there locking up Tyreek and Travis. Yeah, there's there's yeah. no way this offense should have been that bad. And I no. don't think and again, with the guys on this team, I don't think they're gonna allow that to happen again. Yeah, I think I, really it's, I think it's it, going to come down to mental fortitude yes. and leadership. I think this Giants game is going to be kind of a little refreshment, and it's going to see. That's also the weird thing with this Giants game is like also this, if we lose this Giants game, we're not talking about any of this. Well, see, next this week. honestly, this Giants <laughs> game has a little bit of a vibe of like when a big time basketball program and like in college basketball, like take a KU, Just Kentucky, a Duke, when they play like Western Carolina or something like that. It's like if yep. you have to Trap win. Me. And if you like winning gets you nothing, losing means losing, is losing a disaster. It's, it's over. I mean, if we lose to the Giants, we're not talking about any of this next week. We're probably going to start looking at draft players. See, they could here, beat the Giants the forty-five to zero, and it'd be like, okay, it was New York. If, what do you want? If and the it, Giants, if they, yes. if we lose to the Giants next week on our recap, I'm bringing like five prospects to the to if, the podcast. Here, here's the, we're talking about draft. If, lose, if it's close, it's it's bad. If we lose, that's true. Or have but a close we also game. put. Even when we're good, we'll play down to, only, to bad here, teams. So it's fair. It can only be close if we score ninety points and the defense gives up eighty nine. Yeah, if it's like, close and it's fifty six forty nine, then that's one thing. That's the only if time. If it's close yeah. and it's twenty to seventeen, that's if a problem. Turns into, yes. If it turns into the Carolina have, game where they have, scored five points, like thirteen <laughs> yes. to five, I'm not having if we have no. four turnovers in that game and we still win like twenty to seventeen, I'm gonna be shitting my pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the season's done if that's the, the case. If we lose to the New York football Giants G-men. When they're I'm literally G-strings bringing five prospects. The fighting judges, if you will. The fighting G-strings. <laughs> if that happens on Monday Night Football, the trade deadline is the following day. And the entire team is gone. <laughs> All of them. I agree. All of them. There's tra- like, there's a couple dudes you keep on defense that's... We're like trading Pat for the whole Dolphins. Sneed. Dolphins We're doing roster. it. It's happening. We're doing it. <laughs> Pat it's for happening. the entire Dolphins team. <laughs> no, you're, you're keeping Sneed. You're keeping Gay. You're keeping the league's number one tackler in, in, in tackles for loss and the number six tackler in the league. Nick Bolton. I don't want to hear any more crap about him. He's a rookie and he can't cover, so what? He gets the most tackles for losses, and he is our Mike linebacker for the foreseeable future. He's a great tackler, and he is very good in the run. You give him you give him a year or two to work out his coverage issues, he's going to be DJ Prime. Hopefully he can work out the coverage he issues. He can work out the coverage issues. That's not an – the run stuff is the issue. Yeah. He's not another Reggie Ragland – Reggie was a fifth, fourth round, fifth round pick, and he was meant to. He was always a run stopper. That's the only thing he's ever done. He couldn't cover an Alabama. No, 
this guy covered in Missouri. That was one of his weaker spots, but he was still able to cover in the SEC in college. Yeah, which is not so nothing. So you keep those three, and then on the offense, you sell everybody but Pat, and and we're good. Um, uh, do they, like, genuinely, what? say they lose to the Giants, which, I mean... I mean, the season's done. Uh, the season's over. season's over. Do they yeah, trade they, Orlando yeah. Brown? Do they try? You can't. I don't know if anyone take you, you him. You can't. No, uh, we this would is, own This too is much the money. last year that, on his contract. You literally can't trade him. That's true. <laughs> Man, that sucks. Um, I hate that because in NBA, that's exactly when you and trade players. You can players. sign him and trade him. You can where it, sign and trade. Where it true. stands, wh- where do you have Steve Spagnuolo on your He should have been fired. He should have been fired seven weeks ago. I think so too. He should have been fired at the end of the season last year when I we lost the Super Bowl. Disagree with that. I am not a Steve Spagnolo fan. I said it on this podcast. I said it to my friends in private groups text, and I said it on Twitter. The day he got hired, it was the worst decision that we could have made. He's a three-year coach everywhere he's been. And if he wasn't going to get fired seven weeks ago, I didn't want him locking I didn't want him lock, walking out of that room at the end of the day wearing Chiefs gear yesterday. He should have been fired. Today's the off day, and he's not getting fired. He's sticking around probably through the end of the season, and that's blatant disrespect to the fans and to the Hunt family that owns that team. I also think that Andy Reid is one of those guys that just keeps people around way too long, and I think he kept Sutton around way too long. I mean, yeah. I think there's a possibility that Steve Spagnuolo is the defensive well, coordinator next year. It's partly because Andy. Re- I wouldn't oh, go he, that far. I think I, don't know. I think he's going to be. I, I mean, I think he may stick around through the end of the year, but I wouldn't say Andy Reid's tendencies. Defense, he gives people way too long of a leash. Bob because he, does, he doesn't care about the other side of the ball. Like he just want he wants he needs to, to care hand at this off. point because he wants it's affecting his side. He wants to forget about the he wants to hand off the defense you can't do that with a rank 30 second no i i agree with you he should be gone if 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 but when it happened with bob sutton bob sutton was a long time friend he needs to start caring now because it's affecting his side of the ball well after he should have been though well after he should have been but as soon as he hit 32nd and he was like all right buddy you bob sutton should have been fired after the colts loss in 2013 well but you know that didn't happen either but it also wasn't thir- ranked thirty second defense overall. No, but I until mean until the year that he got fired. True, but I, I don't really want to debate a game from eight years ago. But you, you, <laughs> you can't give up thirty four points in the second half of a playoff game and keep your job. But regardless, um, I mean, obviously Bob Sutton's not running around on safety actively giving up thirty four points. But you know what I mean. I, I agree with you on Spagnola in general, though. I, I like the leash gets a little sh- like gets shorter every week there's not much leash left there shouldn't be there's there's not much there like it, it should be i'm holding your collar yes at the, at the very like, most i mean andy Reid should, should be, be stepping on his neck collar. right now yes yes like, like you should be laying on top of him yeah i'm not gonna go to where i was just gonna go but <laughs> you should be laying on yeah top but of you, him like the effort should death. be <laughs> yeah like like that's i agree that sutton or not sutton oof. like you're a Fro- freudian dog. same guy freudian slip at this it's point same guy um Spags, like you're a farm dog with no use. What do you do with Spags? Has about two games to go, in my opinion. Like <laughs> if he play, if if the defense now the, it's the Giants. It's a game you have to play well on defense, but you, you have, have to play well. <laughs> and well, then you play the Green Bay Packers. Yep. And that, I mean that that. He might. I mean, you might be watching like a Halloween movie for as much slicing and dicing as Aaron Rodgers is going to do 
to that defense. Yeah. Equally but, as scary, but, equally as much red just lying about. If we want to turn it around and show people that we're the real deal, that is the game we need to go toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers and slice and dice their defense as well. Aaron Rodgers is going to go 35 of 37 for 462 yards and five touchdowns. And Patrick Mahomes is capable. He is, but he has not shown that this year. Not against good teams. He hasn't shown it this year, but... I mean, he, in flashes, he's got it in yeah, He's got the tools. I'll, I'll say this: if he wants to, if he wants to turn this around and There's, show people we're the real deal and get some respect back, then do it against the, the Titans, week. who have eighteen guys on IR. That's I'll, already in the past. I'll say this: if we get to the Green Bay game. There's a little bit. There's a. There's a much larger difference between Tennessee's defense and Green Bay's. Surprisingly, Tennessee. Even with 18 injured reserved players on the defensive side, they're still literally middle of the table. They played like, really good on, against on, Buffalo on, as well. On giving up touchdowns, well first downs, on giving up they field goals, well. getting turnovers, forcing punts. They're literally middle of the table of 32 teams. Kansas City is obviously last because we, we give suck. up a first down or a touchdown 81% of the time. Oh, that's disgusting. Not we, surprising, but disgusting. We force a field goal 6% of the time. We get a turnover 4% of the time. And we only force a punt 8% of the time. Green Bay is only four spots ahead of us. Wow. Their defense is equally atrocious. That is the game that we need to go to toe-to-toe. And there's, and show there's something we're, else we're that we need to, to talk we're about. We're here to compete. Because even after only scoring three points, getting effectively no first downs in this game, effectively no yards in this last game against the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. We're still number one in the league scoring or getting a first down 82% of the time, getting a field goal 4% of the time, ridiculously turning the ball over 8% of the time and only putting 5% of the time where you see a Green Bay is roughly around 10th, give or take. If we don't compete with Green Bay in that game, my confidence level is going down drastically. But we can't even we can't. Here's the thing: we can't focus about as much as I just talked about Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. that's not the focus. No, when they walk in yesterday or Sunday after the game, yeah, Green Bay. We don't even want to focus on Tennessee's yeah. game. There's nothing that we can learn about it because it was so awful, and that's the worst thing that can happen in the NFL is that you can't you play so poorly you cannot learn from that game. Yeah. You walk in. That's you what the Browns watching, did forever. <laughs> that's what the Browns did forever. Yeah. You walk in on on Sunday is right after the game's over. You don't even turn that game on. You turn on Green Bay's game while you're flying home, and you go home and you watch film on Green Bay, and you go in on Monday and you don't even watch film from the Tennessee game. You start watching game. Uh, I was saying Green Bay. I'm sorry. The Giants. New York. Giants. The Giants. You start watching film on all the Giants games. Yes. Yep. I, and I agree. Yeah. And, we and focus- every week now has to... Sorry, I cut you off. But every <laughs> yeah. week now has to be Super Bowl. Yeah, no, yeah. no one's ever cut anyone off on this podcast. No. That's <laughs> never, never happened in the history of the show. Um, that, like, it's going to be a weird couple weeks. Like... I do want to talk about this this Packers game a little bit because I think Caleb said something interesting. And I know they have a Giants game. We'll talk all about that um, next show. So don't worry. Uh, we'll get to it. The, We're going to talk a lot about a bad team that we might lose to. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh please. But but Caleb, you said something really interesting. And this is we know this is this is long running. We, we might get to a little bit of the rest of the week. A little bit, maybe. Um What's interesting, though, is so you said we got to show we can compete. And I think that's true, given the context of the season. But also at the same time, 
like the fact that that's where the chiefs are at at all is a failure yes because normally that game i had that game as like oh that's a potential loss the packers will be good that's aaron Rodgers. you could lose that game and normally in in any of the past three chief seasons with patrick mahomes at the reins if you lose that game like 34 to 30 it's like all right i mean that was aaron Rodgers. like yeah i mean that was a good game sure i'm bummed that that was an l but all right you know but this time if they go in and they lose 34 to 30, be like, well, I mean, at least they, you know, at least it was close. You will say at least it was close. Right. Like, it's a much different vibe. Well, we will say that the Chiefs are on track for where we wanted them to be, <laughs> losing to the Packers by four. Uh, fair? <laughs> I get, maybe? At this true. point in the season, true, if we I lose guess. by four to the Packers, I'm like, all right, that's kind of on track. I will take that. Would have loved to win, but let's get on to next week. But I'm if, happy about that. If they're four and five after that game, I mean, it's going to be a mad dash to the finish. I mean, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, and they probably most, will be. Most playoff, most playoff appearances are very a very tough road. We've been very spoiled these last two to three years. Oh yeah, that that the first seed is like the thing that we're chasing, and that's yes. been the hard battle. I mean, for most teams, it's a hard battle to get to the uh, to the playoffs. We are not the team that we were trying to get to the first seed. First seed is definitely out the window because we're not going ten and zero and true. beating everybody. If it does happen, wow. <laughs> but, I mean, the road to the playoffs is a hard one. And especially in our division, we got the – I I mean, the Broncos aren't that good of a team, but no. what a defense they got. The Chargers are one of the best teams in the AFC. And the Raiders are playing well right now, too. The Raiders are even playing well. I got well. ostracized for saying that the Raiders were going to be a tough match. I actually year. said that if we lost to what, – what was it? The, uh, the Chargers? It was like week two or week three. I was like – if we lose this game, we're going to be in a playoff race with the Chargers and the Raiders. And I definitely laughed that off. That, I got there are some, there are some people that laughed yeah, that off on this pod. I definitely laughed that off. And here we are. I mean, I don't even know if we're in a race for the division anymore. Uh, I mean, we're going to need a lot of help we're need and some help. no losses. Uh, the Chargers are going to have to play a lot more football like they played against the the Ravens. To be in a race for the division, you have like to be fair, one they or are, maybe two losses in you. They left. are thirty second in the league in. Uh, they're roughly 30th. They're one of the worst uh, uh, in yards given up by the rush. Uh, the, the, rush Chargers, defense the Chargers is defense awful. is not really very good either. Uh, which, which is why is, we need to come out and run against the Chargers. But clearly clicking on all cylinders. Yes. Unless they're playing Baltimore somehow, I guess. But yes, Justin Andy Herbert's Reed, a monster. Andy Reid from now on needs to look at defenses and take their weaknesses and exploit that. Because what we've been doing for the last three years is what we want to do. Because we could. Andy Reid needs to to make a game plan for a team's weaknesses now. So, yes, that is true. And that is weird. And I don't think that's something that he has had to do for the past two to three years. No, he's not had to do that since 2017, really. No. He's, and it was completely had, different well, problems. Well, he's had his game plan every single week, and they've been executing it until somebody started to just throw the two safety high, and it's worked. And Which is even weird because in last year... There was a lot of two safety against the Chiefs. I remember specifically the Bills in the regular season game. Like, that's all they played. There was a lot of teams playing a lot of two safety against the Chiefs. Was that the game that Clyde went crazy, though? Yes. And that's the thing. Yeah, they, they did run their way out of he, that he one. He adapted. But also, it's, just, it's not adapting right now. In last so, season, the so offense annoying. didn't like the offense was clearly good, but the offense had a lot of a lot of weeks where they really weren't clicking on all cylinders. It 
like the Falcons game, they won like what seventeen to fourteen or yeah, something like that. that the Panthers game, they ended up scoring an okay amount, but that was a weird game where the offense wasn't totally all there. They had a few games like that last year where the offense either clicked for a moment and then really couldn't get it, uh, or the Dolphins game where Pat threw three interceptions and and the offense really was kind of all over the place. But they were able to play their way out of it. Yes, the defense was much better. But it's also the turnovers, and I know we're just talking in circles at this point, but the the, the problems... Let us complain. Yes, we, ha- we got to get it out. The problems on this team, the turnovers are fixable, but they are not fixing them. The defense, I'm not sure, is fixable. There's things you can do to help it. But I'm not the sure it's one, totally fixable. The number one thing that makes this defense fixable. Pass or, rush. Pass yes. rush. 100%. Pass rush. Oh, okay. it, and that's it, why I'm saying you've got to go get at the end go, that's why to I bring Chris Jones back inside. Number one. Our defense since... I wholeheartedly agree. Since Spags got here has hinged on that pass rush. And also, the, and another, the annoying thing also is when you don't invest in corners. If you have great corners... You don't and you, with ha- no pass rush, like you can get by. Right, you can invest. You can get by with a lesser pass rush because if you can cover long enough, then you can get to the quarter. You can get to the quarterback because it's hard to cover for a long time and it's hard to ru- hard to block for a long time when the skill level is the same. Right. Obviously, in college, you can see you know Oklahoma block Kansas edge rushers for, <laughs> for eight days. seconds for because days. it's because it's it's Kansas. But in the, in the NFL, it's hard to block an NFL level pass rusher for like more than the average three play seconds, lasts four seconds, maybe four seconds. The average play lasts four seconds. If you block an NFL pass rusher for four seconds, you're you've manhandled. You've done him. your job. Um, that's all you can ask. But similarly for alignment. for covering, if you are covering a guy for that long, like that's that's good. So one helps the other, and that's the re- that's also part of the reason this defense is awful because they they don't have either. Like the, the coverage is really mediocre, and the pass rush is non-existent largely. We also can't pay. What is it? Over twenty five percent of our cap space to do defensive linemen that are doing absolutely nothing, like nothing at getting to the quarterback, nothing. A tiny bit elsewhere, a little bit elsewhere, but nothing in their primary role. Which Especially is when their backups are doing as much or more. Yeah, it's, as Mike much. Da- it's a bad Mike Dana has done look. more than Chris Jones this season. It's a bad look. My, but even Mike, Mike Dana has done more than Chris Jones. But it's not this like Mike season. Dana has been like, like this Pro Bowler or no, anything. He's, like he's not making a Pro Bowl. He's not all Pro. It's not as much or more. It's as much. I mean, Chris Jones has done nothing. It's still a bad look. It's awful. It's still a bad look. You can't be getting paid eighty million total dollars over four years, yeah, or more, four or five years, and have a, a second year player. I don't care if he's outside or a three tech look better than you. Yeah, it, it's it's been bad. Anything else on Chiefs? And then we'll do a really quick the rest week of these games review. suck too. Yeah, we'll do a really quick <laughs> week in review. Honestly, let's do this. Everyone, let, like, let's pick one game each that we'll just discuss briefly, and then we'll we'll get the heck out of here. Um, if you can't tell, this game annoyed us <laughs> quite a bit, and it should because it was bad. There were some bright spots that we did touch up on, and so there's not. Don't get super down. Willie Gay had an interception. That was fun to see. There's still time to be optimistic. Yeah, still time to be optimistic. The defense did hold Derrick Henry to 86 rushing yards or something like that. Less than 100. It comes down to coaching. And that that was good to see. That was really good to see. And they held him to zero points in the second half. I don't think it's totally hopeless. It's just you got to start. Like, it's it's on it. Like, you have to just start. Now, like you, you're running out of time to get it together. Like if you don't get it together in like the next three weeks, it's over. 
which is really weird to yeah. say about a, yeah. a Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid led Chiefs team in 2021. Yeah. But it's kind of where we're at. Um, I, okay, let, uh, one game for start off with my yeah. game because this may be the game that you guys go with. But I've got to I've got to relay something back. Say so we'll pick different games. Uh, my my game is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Baltimore Ravens. Cincinnati wins 41-17. This is also a team, the Bengals, who. Uh, who Mr. Caleb over here said that the Chiefs are going to easily beat by the end of the season. Easily beat was not the words I said. That is true. <laughs> he, did did not, say, he, didn't, he said he didn't win. Say We're going to win that game. He did say win after we lost to Baltimore and they just absolutely throttled them. I mean, Joey B was going off. Jamar Chase, I think at 200 yards this evening. Jamar Chase, uh, eight receptions, 200 yards, and a t- like, like that's ridiculous. <laughs> Alvin Kamara gets 10 receptions and it's a dump off. This dude's yeah. getting eight receptions, 90 yards downfield <laughs> yeah. every play. Did you see his touchdown run too? Yeah, oh, it was Insane. ridiculous. He, yeah. he spent so he bad, the bad tackling. But you, yeah. even then, like you running Very through, good corner. That was Marshawn Lattimore. Beautiful. Yeah. Running through four oh, men. Yeah, yeah. He ran through four top men. Top corner. Top corner. And Marshawn Lattimore. Just, what am I talking about? That wasn't Marshawn Lattimore. No, it was not it was Marshawn not. Lattimore. It was one of the, it was one of their <laughs> so, top corners. That so, was Averett, right? Who uh, locked down. Yeah, I was thinking of the DK. It was, Metcalf. It was, it was I, all of them. It was, was all the corners. All the corners. <laughs> I was yeah. I was imagining the DK Metcalf touchdown. Oh, that, one was, still, that one was still that was also really bad. The DK Metcalf or DK Metcalf fight. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. The beginning of the game to start it off was great, but yeah. the, uh, to wrap it up, Lamar played awful. Shocker, fifteen to thirty-one, so under fifty percent. Two hundred and fifty-seven yards passing. Uh, he at least did not give up the ball in the air. Um, but yeah, it just it, it wasn't a good day. That defense is starting to look bad. I wonder if they have outkicked their coverage for the season and now goes through the decline that we were expecting to see them through all year. Yeah, weird, weird couple weeks for Baltimore. <laughs> blowing out, blowing out the Chargers. Uh, and then there was a game in between that, wasn't there? Um, Maybe I don't know. And then, uh, no, but then this no, happens. No, I think that was last up, week. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, and then just get absolutely, absolutely throttled by the Bengals. Uh, my game here. I'm just gonna go with the weirdest score here. The the Patriots 54 13. I was looking at that over one. the Jets. I, I mean, it was it. a really weird score. I was not expecting this to be a good game, but 54 in the NFL yeah. is astounding. Yes. Um. Now, yes, the the Jets had uh, they had to pull Zach Wilson because he's bad. Is Matt White better? Uh, no, no, I don't think. Um, th- like I didn't Mike again. I, I yeah, I think it was Mike White. I, I don't expect that game to be close, but wow, uh, Mike, uh, Matt, Matt, um, all the M names except Mac. Um, <laughs> Mac Jones was good. He had three hundred seven yards, two touchdowns. Kendrick Bourne had a passing touchdown. The wide receiver. Um, you know, the, the Patriots doing their classic thing of like, let's just pull whatever running back we want to use out of a hat this week and just go with him. Damon Harris has been the guy the last couple weeks. He had uh, 7.6 uh, yards per carry, two touchdowns. He was really good. Uh, that's a throttling. Like, if, if it wasn't Robert Sala's first year, that's like get fired level yeah. beat down. Yeah, for um, sure. He, he won't, obviously, and he shouldn't because he has inherited a very yep. bad team. Uh, but that is... When you lose by 41 points in the NFL to a division rival, nonetheless, that doesn't you can't do that very much no. and expect to keep your job. Absolutely not. Um, there's not very many good games this week, a lot, so a lot of bad I'm games. having a, a tough games. time to think of one, but I think I'm going to shout out the uh Colts versus 49ers. It's a good I think it's the one of Niners, the it was a decent game in an absolute it was an okay game. Uh, rain, it was uh, down. Oh my gosh, it was downpouring, nobody could hold on to the football, but. I thought that game was going to end like 
Uh, I think the score was like 12 to like 7 at one point, and I thought that's where the score was going to stay. Props to the Colts for putting up 30 in that freaking storm. Um, big props to them. Jonathan Taylor with a big game. Um, and the 49ers, I just, man, they've had a fall from grace. I think their window for being a championship caliber team is closed. Slam shot. I think that door is shut for at least five years. Yeah, I, I, I definitely Easy. agree. The Colts, the Colts and Chiefs are in similar and completely opposite positions. They're completely opposite. They're both three and four. They're both over a game out of first place in their division. Yet I still think both have a chance to make the playoffs. I don't think this Colts team is better than the Titans. Oh, no, no, no. The Colts are no, not no, better no. than the Titans. Not at all. I still, I, what I, I'm saying is I could see them. They're going to have to win 10. I could see them going on a run. Because their schedule was tough to start the season. I could see them winning an, a decent and enough games. A I decent could see amount of games wins, to if win. If he stays healthy, turning that around a little bit. A little bit. I could see it. Now, I could also easily see them finishing 8-9, which is what I also predict the Chiefs will finish as of right now. And both will just be 8-9 and finish. In, Colts will finish second in their division because... Lord knows the Jags and Texans are not getting to eight wins. Nope. <laughs> but I think the Colts are very, they're an interesting team. that They have a losing record, but I don't think they're absolutely awful. Bold prediction to end off the cast. Uh, Jameis Winston is not even a backup next year. And wow. people will say that he gets blackballed, blackballed because he's better than, there's not 32 quarterbacks better than he's him. He's the but quarterback of a 4-2 and two team. There are quarterbacks much better than just led his team i am off that train you cannot throw previous just led his team to a game-winning drive that lasik messed his eyes up more than they already he had 13 points against like the second or third worst defense in football second worst defensive and it was also raining there as well don't care against the second worst defense in football no turnovers which okay sure Almost 300 yards total. 222 passing, though. 40, 40, 40 rushing yards as well. Almost 300 tardy yards in a storm. I'm just saying. I don't, I don't think he threw the ball further than 13 yards downfield. <laughs> I think that was his longest air distance pass. I'll I think him. you guys hate him way too I much. I don't hate him. I, I don't. W- I want him to be good. Same. same. I, I want right. him to be good. I, I do. Loved, I loved Jameis That is not Tampa. what I've gotten out of any of these conversations. I loved him in Tampa no matter how much he turned the ball over. It was fun he to was watch. a fun and exciting person to watch play. That doesn't mean that you're good. At least I'll give him he's not throwing interceptions this year. He's only, he give only has that. three. He only give has three that. picks. He's not turning over the ball and in his winning games. He's also game. not throwing so, it more than 13 yards down the field. He, he has not hit 300 yards passing in six games yet. He's not turning over the ball and he's winning games. Yeah, but he, I mean, the Saints... Now, this is the Saints. That is we're, not we're, becoming, we're, we're picking a Saints. Landon, you're yeah, the same person who wants Alex Smith in the Ring of Honor, which is because what Jameis is doing right two now. And 14 Trent, in the playoffs. Trent Dilfer won... A Super Bowl. <laughs> Was he a good quarterback? Not really, no. No. End of discussion. You can be a winning quarterback yeah. on a good team and still be bad yourself. He's yeah. not bad. I don't think James is bad. I just don't, don't think he's... Obviously not bad, but he's not quality. He's not a starter quality. He's a starter by quality quarterback. He, he might even be starter quality, but he's only starter quality for, the I think, worst team. bad teams. They beat the Packers, fluky win. They lost to the Panthers... 
and I get that was a COVID thing. Also, like eight people out with COVID or not players, but like coaches and stuff. So that's a weird week. I'll give you that. Uh, then be a, a really mediocre Patriots team. They lose at home to the Giants. They beat Washington, whoop de doo and they beat the Seahawks, who have Geno Smith starting and have the second worst defense in football. And they scored 13 points. I'm not really sold. He will be out of a job come next year. And they're going to lose a lot of games coming up. But we'll see. I want them to be good. I really, really do. Much like I want the Chiefs to be good. I really, really do. But I don't know if either are going to happen this year. Sometimes you just have to be realistic. You do. And it sucks sometimes. And I really hope it changes. And I hope we can be realistic in a positive way. Sooner rather than later. Maybe. I'm Landon Fields. Uh, you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Fields underscore Lando. I'm Caleb Derlin. You can find me on Twitter at CDerlin53. I'm Tyler Savaiinaya. You can find me or and follow me at underscore Suavage underscore. Find and follow the show on Twitter at TLCFP. Uh, check out our check out our preview show coming up in a couple days. Chiefs hosting the Giants on Monday Night Football. They should they should win. It's in primetime in Arrowhead. That's in the a world they'd ever put the Giants. That's always a fun a fun game a fun time primetime in Arrowhead. Uh, We'll see what happens, guys. Uh, this is going to be a weird season, I think. Um, but regardless of what happens, regardless of what happens, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Chiefs.